This episode is sponsored by Develop with Tim. If you guys are looking to understand financial literacy, trying to get a better understanding, don't know where to start, visit www.developwithtim.com and purchase you a book today. Right now, we have five digital books, uh, Budgeting in Three Steps, Introduction to Financial Literacy, Introduction to the World of Crypto, ABCs of Finance, and Five Ways to Maximize Your Tax Refund. But also, we have a physical copy, paperback books of Introduction to Financial Literacy. So make sure you guys visit www.developwithtim.com and get your copy today. Let's get into the episode. Aim for the stars, never stop at the sky. Anything that make you better, you should give it a try. If you really want to win, you got to give it a chance. I was lost way before I started taking a stance. Money all over the world, but it's all up to you. And everything that I learned, I'ma tell it to you. You have a gift, all you need is a goal. Footsteps waiting to happen, all you need is a road. Hey, welcome to another edition of the Win Win Podcast, where I interview people that are winning in either business, finance, or self-development. Y'all, I, I know I've been bringing fire with the guests. I got a great one, a good friend of mine that I met um, at this conference. His name is Angel. Well, Angel, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. I'll be a little too hyped introducing everybody. So no, go it's good. It's good. It's good. Um, so for those that don't know me, I'm Angel Perez. Uh, I also go by AP the Realtor. The reason being is I'm the, I'm the I'm a realtor, a trusted realtor, um, and I'm also by day an, an accountant. But we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the real estate side, um, real estate, uh, realtor, entrepreneur, educator. Um, uh, we can talk about a peace of mind. You know, that's my education platform. Um, but that's just a little bit about me, man. OK, I know you said we're not going to touch too much on the accountant side, but man, we're going to have to. <laughs> because We can touch a little bit on it. We can touch a little bit on it. So. All right, man. So you said you do a good bit of things so accounting by day and all your free time you are a trusted realtor now that's not that's not my free time that's my all time but you're all okay okay yeah. you're all time that's my all time i'm a real i'm a i'm a i'm a father husband and real and real and realtor first and then i'm an accountant entrepreneur and i'm an educator okay. as well so uh i kind of do it all the accounting i said we weren't going to talk about it too much because that's just uh a day job that's not that's right, not right. me or what i do all right right so how are and the reason i want to talk about it though is because a lot of people in my audience they are either a you know working a normal job some of them they're fulfilled there and they like it and they just like to hear me talk but we also have those ones that aren't fulfilled at their current workplaces and they're just basically putting their business or putting their dreams on the back burner so I wanted to talk about that accounting side to see how are you able to look at it and put that on the back burner in a sense and focus on all of these other things that you're a part of. Um, so when you do something for so long, it starts being mm -hmm. it becomes second nature. So it doesn't take right. much um much of your energy to fulfill the daily task that it that it takes to do the job. Um, for those that do have a job but also want to uh be an entrepreneur or start a business or, you know, get uh, real estate properties, use your job to get to those goals. Um, and that's kind of why I'm still in accounting right now is because I'm using that to fund my goals. It, it costs a lot to be a real estate agent, especially at the beginning. Um, and you got to kind of figure out ways to pay for that. Uh, marketing, uh, classes, 
uh, brokerage fees, uh, realtor fees, you know, so that's, I used accounting, which is uh, my job to uh, fund my career and fund my lifestyle, which is being a realtor. So ain't nothing, I don't knock day jobs. Uh, I don't knock any, any type of job that's bringing in income. All I say is use that income to fund what you really want to do. Listen, man, every time we talk about you give me a super big nugget to just like yeah. simplify. <laughs> so basically what you're saying is use your job to fund your business. So that's basically you looking at your employer as an investor. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and being an entrepreneur, you you don't get the, the, the medical benefits. You don't get the 401k. You don't get some of those things. You kind of lose it or you kind of have to uh, come out of pocket for it. Uh, whenever you right. do start making enough funds to come out of pocket for it. So by keeping your job or, and by me keeping my accounting job, I can still have those benefits and still uh, fulfill my actual uh, lifestyle. And I call it a lifestyle because when you're in, when you're in real estate, it's from sun up to sundown. And, right. it, you know, uh, it has no boundaries. They're going to call you whenever they have a question and they're going to want you to pick up and answer that phone, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so it really holds no boundaries. And that's, that's also being an entrepreneur, bro. Uh, a lot of people may want to be an entrepreneur so they can work on their own time. It don't work like that. When you're an entrepreneur, nope. you work 24 seven, your business never stops running. So you go to sleep, guess what? Your business might be going to sleep too. And you're not making no money. You're not making no progress, you know? So it's, it's definitely a strategic way that I've approached it. Okay. And I like that too, man, because. To me, that shows a lot of strong will because you're not just, you, you didn't just say, oh, you know what? I'm gonna just leave and then build the real estate because as people, they should know, real estate is no joke for real. Oh you know? no, definitely not, man. It's a exactly. jungle out here. And I know the first year they say is typically like the hardest one for the agents because you are building up that clientele base. Um, and I just want my audience to understand that aspect of it. Uh, but anyway, to the next question, how did you end up even getting into accounting and then getting into real estate? Like, how did that happen? Um, so man, I knew I was gonna be an accountant since I was young, man. <laughs> since I was since I was young, coming from the background that I come from, um, there's not a lot of opportunities um, for us. You know, I grew up in poverty, so I knew that I wanted to be some. I wanted to be in a field that was always going gonna have opportunities gonna always have jobs and i loved money i didn't have it but when i did have it i loved it i loved counting it you know i would have a hundred dollars and count it every day every day i'll be right. counting, <laughs> counting the same hundred dollars you know um mm -hmm. so i realized that i loved money and i loved counting money so accounting is counting money you know what i'm saying Ooh, like um so uh I was I played baseball since I was eight, and I had the opportunity to go to um, an HBCU, Benedict College in Columbia, South Carolina. You know, I love my HBCU, uh, so I'm gonna shout them out. Um, but one of their uh, majors was accounting, so I had the opportunity to play baseball, and I had the opportunity to study accounting. So from there, you know, um, I was like, okay, I'm gonna be an accountant. You know, I'm on my own, my own accounting firm. So I began mm -hmm. taking the steps to 
become a CPA. Um, so in the process of being a CPA, you need uh, four years of experience under somebody with a CPA. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the qualifications of, of having a CPA. Um, you also need certain amount of hours. I already had those hours. Uh, I have a, a bachelor's and a master's in accounting. Um, okay. Yeah. So for the longest, I thought, man, accounting is what I want to do until I really started doing accounting. Uh, that's then, how it happened. Yeah. Yeah. For real. So um, if you know me, man, my, I, have a, I have a huge personality. So being in an office, I felt like I was selling myself short because I was like, I need to be around people. I need to be talking to people. I need to be helping people. And just being in the county, it's like you talking to a computer every day, all day. Every day. Every day. So uh, I started looking at different avenues that I could take. And then about two years ago, um, so I bought my first home uh, last year, December uh, 26 of 20, was it 2020? Had to be. Yeah, 2020, 2020. Yeah, 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 December 26, 2020, I bought my first home. Well, before that, I started studying real estate. I started looking at homes. I started looking at, looking at what it takes to be a real estate agent. Um, and I found myself loving it the more I was learning. And I was like, okay, I can talk to people. Okay, I can make money. Okay, you know, once you open this, this door for real estate, millions of other doors open for you. Right, so, right. like I said, the more I started really understanding real estate, studying real estate, even watching the home channel, um, watching those shows, I started growing a passion for real estate. So and it was all accidentally, right? Yeah, just trying to find a way that I could use my personality to kind of do the same kind of work, but but differently. Um, so, man, I just started looking at houses, you know, I found something that I wanted, which was a house, not just any house, but a big house. And then mm -hmm. started thinking, okay, who sells these houses? Who buys these houses? You know, how can I get in this market? And then it just clicked to me, like, be a real estate agent, you know, it, you can be an investor. It's just so many parts of it that it's so much money floating around in real estate. Like, why not go get it? So, like I said, the more I started studying it, looking at it, I grew a passion for real estate. I grew a passion to be a, a realtor. Um, so I took the steps, took the class. Uh, I took it through, uh, what is it called? Uh, man, it's not coming to me right now, but when it comes to me, I'll bring it up because okay. I recommend everybody to go that route. Um, it's an online course. You do it at your own pace. Was it um, real, real Estate Express or something like that? Nah, 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 nah. It's, um, dang, I, can, I cannot remember, but it's going to come to me. We can talk about it to it. Yeah, yeah, um, But I uh, I took the course, passed my real estate exam on the first trial, which it doesn't happen very often. Um, there's people that take it 10 times and still don't pass it. Uh, I'm not going to lie, man. I took it twice and I failed both times. <laughs> Yeah, it's two parts, bro. You know, you you already know it's two parts. It's the state and then the federal. Um, and passed it both first try. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. It was already, I was already digging it in my head. And I, I was getting to it. You know what I'm saying? I was grinding. And then once I met Damien, 
uh, my broker, I'm with Burris and Presley uh, Real Estate, Burris and Presley Realty. Once I got with him, man, so many doors open, like so much investment opportunities. Um, and just, I just kind of took it by the hand and been rocking with it since. Yes. Hey, what's going on, y'all? I appreciate everyone for tuning into the episode. If you guys are looking for different ways you can support the podcast, visit us on Patreon. It's Next Gen CEO, N-X-T-G-E-N-C-E-O. The link will be in the description for this episode. But again, anything you guys can do to um, you know support the podcast is very much appreciated. Uh, with the Patreon, there are a couple of different tiers. So each one of them come with their own benefits. But again, go visit us on Patreon. Next Gen CEO, NXT, GEN CEO. And again, appreciate you guys. Sir, I love it. I love it. Yes, sir. So, and it's crazy, man, um, because there's two things I want to touch on from all of that you just said. The first thing is it's crazy how you're trying to figure out ways to use your personality and then you just end up finding your passion. You just end up finding your love as an adult. Because a lot yeah. of people think that they have to know this stuff at 18 or even as young as like 16, you know? And that's another reason I want to start this podcast because I'm talking to real people who had an experience like going into college, going into a career, and then finding what they actually love and finding what aligns with them. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah, a lot of people a lot of people think that right out of high school or right out of college, you gotta know what you what you want to do. And you may know what you want to do. Until mm -hmm. you realize that's not what you want to do. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want to be an accountant. Right. I want to have my own firm. Until I realize that's not what I want. That's not what I want anymore. And I honestly feel like I didn't find my purpose until um, November of last year as a 27-year-old. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's crazy. Absolutely. So. It took me 27 years to really understand what my passion was, my purpose was. Yeah, you got time though, man. Hey, listen, I remember, uh, I don't know if they watched the live with you and I a couple weeks ago, but I was like, hey, Angel, what, what's your next chapter? He's like, it's just not a chapter, it's a new life. Oh my, yeah. oh my God, yeah. <laughs> that's so powerful. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. As I move forward in life, everything that I'm, a, I'm going to accomplish is going to stem from this tree of real estate. You know, so it's just going to be additional branches that all branch out from real estate. And I know that for a fact, you know. Listen, I can see it coming. I definitely oh, yeah. can. Oh, um, yeah. The other thing I want to touch on about what you said was at the very beginning, you said you came from poverty. Yeah. So coming from a lower income area, I mean, not even lower income, coming from poverty, man, how did you maintain focus to become that accountant that you wanted to become? Oh, uh, Keeping the focus, man, was was a it was more so my fear of going back pushing me forward. So I knew I didn't want to go back, and I had a fear of going back to where I, where I, where I was and where I grew up. You know, mm -hmm. just the lifestyle, um, and that fear just kept pushing me to go to the next level, to the next level, to the next level. You know what I'm saying? And then once you get a taste of success man it's like it's a whole different feeling and it becomes addictive you yep. know and then once you get that that first piece of success you need some more success you need some more success and you keep searching for that feeling of success you know and that also pushes you to hit in your goals 
whether they're small, whether they're big, just a small amount of success or that feeling that you're successful or that feeling that you're proud of how far you've come, it's just, it's just going to push you to the next level. That's all okay. it's going to do, man. It's going to motivate you, you know? And that's, that's kind of what I use as motivation. My fear of going back, also the taste of success. You put that in the bowl, man, you got your, you got your <laughs> jambalaya success right there. <laughs> Listen, that's facts. And for y'all that are, you know, looking to reach that next level, I mean, just think about it. Like, what's, what's, what's the worst case scenario? His worst case scenario is going back to a poverty lifestyle, going back to a lot of emptiness because of, when, when you're overcoming that poverty and stuff like that, you're overcoming those tough obstacles, you have a lot of emptiness in you because of what you had to go through to accomplish what you, where, where you are now. So absolutely don't, don't, don't go back. Nah, now, don't even look back. Don't even look. Yeah. Back. Don't look. <laughs> don't even Listen, look back. We got eyes in the front of our heads for a reason. That's it. That's looking it. Forward. And then don't look back for people that ain't, that you think gonna come with you. Cause half of them not, you know, Listen, and when you're looking right. forward, you can look forward and look to your left and look to your right, and that's who's gonna come with you. Once you okay. look back, once you look back, guess what? You're gonna look back to see who who's back there, and you're gonna try to reach back for them. And get that's just pulling you back. And that's the truth. Mm. That's the harsh truth of life. You know, a lot of people don't tell you that, but when you become when you start hitting goals and you start reaching new levels, you're not gonna be around the same people. Because at the end of the day, if you go back to reach them, they're gonna they're gonna pull you back. They're going to pull you back. Mm. And if you don't look back, then you don't see them. And out of sight, out of mind at times. You know, that's the harsh truth of life. Have you ever looked back and it, and it hindered your growth? Absolutely. Ooh. Absolutely. That's spicy. Okay. So you're talking about from experience. I've been in the same position as well, too. So I understand that. Yeah. I just had to make sure, you know. Yeah. Now. Okay. So, all right. You overcame this poverty. You... You try to help people, you look back, you try to pull them back, and they deters you and they slow you down. However, you still prevail. You got to the point where you want to get to. You realize it wasn't your passion, and then now you're in the real estate side. Now, that leads us to what was the biggest challenge for you in this journey, whether it was going from um, your hometown to uh, Benedict College or whether it was going from uh go like focusing 100 percent on the accounting side to getting into real estate mm -hmm. what would you say is the biggest challenge um so i'm gonna give you two i'm gonna give you biggest challenge of life and biggest challenge of real estate okay so uh the biggest challenge in my in life you hit it bro was was coming to a state by myself to accomplish what i can't accomplish you know Mm -hmm. uh when i came to south carolina i knew nothing about columbia south carolina i knew oh, nothing ooh, about south greenville. carolina <laughs> yeah i knew nothing about greenville south carolina I, I knew nothing about south carolina like to the point where uh coming up here from college man i couldn't even find a radio station that i like i i i, I crossed that border not even liking south carolina already already oh. but i came for a reason you know, mm -hmm. and I came to get away from from a past that I did not want to go back to. You know, I knew I wanted better. So this is the step I had to take by myself. No mommy, no daddy, no homeboys, no sisters, no brothers, uh, not even a loved one uh, to care for me. 
I'm out here steering it by myself, out here making it by myself. You know what I'm saying? Nobody making sure I'm going to class. Nobody making sure that I'm eating, you know? And as a 18 year old, like that can be tough. Right, right. That can be tough and it was tough, you know, but it took discipline, you know, to get up and go to class, to get up and go to six o'clock workouts, 6 a.m., not 6 p.m. 6 a.m. workouts, you know. Yeah, you're athlete, yeah. Yeah, play baseball, uh, pitcher. Um, so it took discipline. Now, the biggest challenge in real estate is continuing to believe in yourself when nobody else does. As a new real estate agent, people are not going to believe in you. They're not going to believe you until they start seeing the results, until they start seeing you sell houses, until they start seeing that you have clientele, you have uh, you have uh, showings, you know, you're showing houses, then they're going to believe in you. Then they're going to be like, okay, he knows what he's doing, you know? So when people aren't believing you, you still have to have the, the faith in yourself and the belief in yourself when nobody else does. Man, Man that's, that's deep. You touched on a whole lot right there. Listen, listen. <laughs> and that's a daily struggle. That's a daily struggle is believing in what you can do and continue to believe in it. You know, I know that I have goals set. So I have to keep having the confidence and belief in myself that I'm going to reach those goals. You know, even if I fall um, a little bit short on time, I'm still going to hit, the, hit those goals, you know? So, all right. I mean, again, too, though, man, it's, it's not every day I meet an entrepreneur that's still in their, like, that still are respectively in their career, you know, um, right. that they chose. So, I mean, what? I know you found your passion for real estate and stuff like that, but man, yeah. you touched on it. When nobody is believing in you, I mean, what makes you continue going strong and saying, I'm not going to quit, whether I'm getting one like on the post or if I'm getting a thousand likes on the post, whether I am, you know, getting people on my lives or if I'm not. Because I've seen you face a lot of adversity already since we've met. Oh, but yeah. you keep going. So what oh, yeah. makes you not get comfortable at that accounting job because you already got a master's degree you know yeah. what you, you know what to do yeah you know what keeps you going no listen i can stay in the county and live <laughs> a comfortable life but what's comfortable what's comfortable i didn't come this far and work this hard just to be comfortable Com yeah comfort don't work for me i need to maximize my potential maximize um my growth maximize my bank account mm -hmm. you know and that's that's uncomfortable so you kind of got to learn how to be uncomfortable. So how you face adversity um, is learn how to be uncomfortable. Ooh. Yeah, you, you might get, I get some posts, I get three, four, five likes. Uh -huh. And then I'll post the reel and get 5,000 views. You know what I'm saying? It's ups yeah. and downs. It's ups and downs. You got to figure out what works for you. And Dang. just knowing knowing your purpose. You know what I'm saying? Knowing what what you're here for. And yes, I'm here to sell, to buy and sell homes. Yes, I'm here to invest in real estate. But mm -hmm. my purpose is to teach others about the home buying process. And that's through mm -hmm. a peace of mind. A peace of mind is the brand. A peace of mind is what I run the education side off of. Um, so, go ahead. So what advice would you give the people that's listening in right now or watching the um 
that's not what would you what type of advice would you give my audience basically about buying their first home um about like buying your first home <laughs> yeah some free game you'll give them right now Oh, I, listen, if you follow me, you get all the free game. I don't mind giving the free game because guess what? Where, where we come from, nobody's giving that game out. Right. And it is online, but a lot of our people ain't going online looking for this. They want right. somebody to tell them. So I become that person that's going to provide that information, that free game. So, I, I mean, I'll give you a little snippet, but if you want some more free game, just follow me. A Peter Realtor on Instagram. Um, but some free game for anybody that wants to buy this year yeah. or just yeah. just in general? Just in general, just in general. Because, again, um, I mean, they don't know, like, how we we, we tight, right? Yeah. So you, you discussed it, that was, like, countless times to me that you're tired of seeing people just not want more, you know? Mm -hmm. A uh, home is not just – a house is not just a house. It's a home. It's a foundation. That's like really the one of the first steps of generational wealth, if not the first, right? Yeah, absolutely. So if you're educating those people who feel like not being able to get a home is their reality, or if they're living in poverty and they feel like, oh, we're we're never gonna have anything. What just like what type of real estate advice would you give them? Like, um probably three things or something. Anybody can buy a home. It may just it, it may not be right now. It, mm -hmm. You may not be ready, but there's ways to get ready. So for one, fix your credit. Fix your mm -hmm. credit. There's there's a uh, there's Tim Johnson that'll help you fix your credit. <laughs> that'll help you get right. That'll help you budget. Um, Lexington Law. Uh, there's credit specialists that'll help you fix your credit. Even in poverty, even in mm -hmm. poverty, there's ways to get out of it and fix your credit. Um, second thing, stop spending your money on materialistic things. It's not about okay. the Jordans. It's not about the jewelry. It's not about um, all the nice clothes. Because at the end of the day, if you walking into a one bedroom and it's seven of y'all, it don't matter what you're wearing. Mm. It don't matter what you're wearing. That Gucci belt ain't gonna pay the rent. It's not. It's not. It's not. I know. Yeah. I know. We. I know where we come from. Everybody likes to ball out. Likes to. Likes to get fly. You know what? Most of the people where we come from spend their uh, taxes on. Don't tell me. It's, it's, it's uh, designer, right? Designer, jewelry, cars. and cars. Mm. You know how many? You go to go go to the hood, man, and count how many chargers you see out there. Count how many challenges you see out there. Count how many suburbans you might see out there. Mm -hmm. Count how many expeditions you see out there. You know what I'm saying? These these right, aren't right. cheap cars. These are sixty thousand dollar cars, but you're still living in poverty. See that right. that car is going to depreciate every year. You know what appreciates your home. Oh. Your home gonna make it, bro. Your home is gonna make its money by itself. Every time you make a payment on your home, that's equity that you're putting into your pocket. You just can't see it at the moment. You know what I'm saying? When it comes time, when it comes time, you can refinance your home, lowering the payment of your home and putting cash in your pocket. No, you can't. Yes, really? you can. Yes, you can. Oh, Absolutely. Man. Absolutely. They don't want to tell us that. 
No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't. I promise you. I promise you, you pay it on time. You keep your credit score up. In two years, you can refinance your home and get anywhere from ten, from five to ten to fifteen thousand dollars back to do whatever you please with it. Most people renovate their home with it or put it into another investment. But if you want to enjoy a little bit of it, ain't nothing wrong with that. You've paid. You got a house now. You got a car now. You know what I'm saying? You have some equity. A car gonna depreciate. Your house gonna depreciate. A car is going to depreciate. Your house is going to appreciate. Value is only going up. Land is no more land. Once it's, once it's done, it's done. So as years go by, your house, your property is only going up. Only going up. Man, I was talking to this guy, right? Um, he was He's on like another podcast episode. But we were just talking about really leaving behind like a legacy. And he was saying... It was talking about like life insurances, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but think about like a home for real. And if it's a man, woman, and they have three kids, and the man is the breadwinner, if they're just at like a apartment or something, and that man passes away and he doesn't have anything to leave behind, then they're gonna lose everything. They're already in an apartment, so they don't have any like no foundation of owning a home or having any equity in a home. It's just like they're just at zero. Yeah. Versus if they were to have a home and things hit the fan, they could still, you know, sell that home and have a little bit of capital to get some time to figure things out if they didn't have the life insurance. Uh-huh. But it's crazy because, you know, with a car, it's depreciating. So it's never going to have, he might, st- he might still owe money on the car. And then you're already upside down, just depending on, man, this is Exactly. Bro, check this out. Check this out. Let's say, let's say a man buys a $30,000 car, right? Mm-hmm. And dies a year later, right? Or two mm-hmm. years later, or something happened to him where he he, he lost his job, right? And he can't pay for right, it. Right, right, right. He can't sell that car back for $30,000. Mm-hmm. Nope. Now let's, now let's change it to a house. This man bought a $300,000 house. Yeah. Lost his job right or something happened now his home is in a pre-foreclosure which means you either pay or the bank gonna take your house yeah. right you know you can sell your house in pre-foreclosure i didn't know that yeah yeah even when the bank says we're gonna take your house you can still sell it before they take it whoa this is stuff that, that that people don't know man People Why do you hide this from us, man? Because they don't want us to know it. Because at that point, if we don't know it, then we just let the house go, and then we walk away with nothing. Mm-hmm. Versus... You know who will tell you that? A real estate agent. Right. A real estate agent. So before you do anything with your house, before you buy a house, before you sell a house, before you let it go foreclosure, contact the agent. An agent going to be able to help you, you know? And a, a, a realtor is going to be there every time to help you when you need to make a decision on your home and going back to that same scenario mm-hmm. he can sell that same house that he bought for three hundred thousand dollars for probably three hundred fifty thousand right you know what i'm saying he's already got equity in it as well so that's why buying, buying a house is, is one of the most significant investments that you can make you can pass it down you can sell it for the same value or greater value 
in most cases, unless you just let it go to to destroy it, you know, destroy right. it inside. Um, like I said, you can pass it down, uh, you can reinvest it. So the same way that people are renting and paying their landlord's mortgage, because that's all you're doing. You The rent mm -hmm. that you give a landlord, he gonna pocket whatever's left after he paid for his mortgage. That's how mm -hmm. it works. You know what I'm saying? Instead of paying his mortgage, get your credit right. Budget. With them same taxes, put it down <laughs> on the house. There's this right. program. There's down payment assistant programs made for people that do not have enough for a down payment. Mm. You can get, I know people that give you $7,500 down to put towards your home. That's crazy, man, because all of these resources, and I guess you're right. People just don't even, they don't want to take the time to look for them. Um, and some of the stuff you can't look for unless you have the right contacts. Uh, right. You know, like you can't just research that somebody somebody would give you 7500 down on a down payment. But guess who does it? Bank of America does it. People don't know that. There's some lenders, there's some mom and pop lenders that'll give you money as well. If you buy a new house, like if you buy a new build, majority of the time, they'll give you five to seven thousand to put as as a down payment or to put towards your closing costs. So there's programs out here that we don't even know and we're not trying to learn about. And when I say we, I'm talking about people that that come from where we're from. Right, right. You know? And hey, you got a book yet. You got all this. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Right. It's coming. Go I gotta right. I gotta link with a few authors uh to help me get it right. Oh, yeah, my bad. Go ahead. I was just like, all this information, you know. Yeah. I know because I know it's a lot. And at the same time, you know, it might be some questions I'm not even thinking of right now to even ask that I know you're going to probably put in there. I just had to see if you had it, man. But nah, yeah, you go ahead. My bad. Nah, we, we talked about it, man. It's coming. Um, It's coming. It's coming. All right. I'll let everybody know. But, man, I'm always open to give out uh free game man free game because at the end of the day man i'm that's my purpose is to educate those that were not educated you know and you you as well you know what i'm saying you helped me do that as well through the ap Mind workshop you know what i'm saying so uh, yeah. we're, we're both teaching literacy. yeah we're both teaching people that come from where we come from financial literacy how to budget how to save how to start getting ready to buy a home how to actually purchase a home purchase programs that help you with down payments. You know what I'm saying? We're helping the people that come from where we come from, that look like us. You know what I'm saying? The ones that nobody's there to teach them these things. And we give it off for free. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And there's Man. some people that still ain't taking advantage of it. But guess what? Not. Guess what? They gonna get left. They gonna get and left. Hey, what's going on, y'all? If you guys are looking for a speaker to come speak to your school, your organization, nonprofit, after-school program, look no further. Visit developwithtim.com, D-E-V-E-L-O-P-W-I-T-H-T-I-M.com. Fill out the speaker's intake form, and someone from the team will be in contact with you. Now, you guys, have a good day. Back to the episode. And you know what's crazy, too, man? Um, again, just like doing more and more podcast interviews and stuff. Yeah, I'm, I've been just like learning so much. My mind is just blown. Like, 
at least once an episode. Um, but I was having a conversation with one of my guests, right? And mm-hmm. we were talking about classism. And she was saying classism right now is like neck and neck taking over the racism side. And a lot of those people at the bottom, man, they just get forgotten about, thrown away, um, getting separated. Cause you know, it's section eight, two people can't be in the same household, only like one person and the kids or whatever. And I just like, man, the system overall is just kind of flawed, you know, as far as helping the smaller people. Absolutely. And you said it, you said what they want us to think helping the smaller people. But is that really helping? They really hindering and breaking up what could be by giving you these crutches. They want you to stay on a crutch. They want you to stay on section eight. They want you to stay on food stamps. Right. They they want you to say, I do not want to move from this class that I'm in because the next class doesn't have all these benefits. Mm-hmm. There's people in Section 8 that won't take a higher paying job because now they're no longer eligible for Section 8. Ooh. And that's crazy, man, because to us, it's like you should want more because we, we, we're, product, we, we're products of the struggle, but we didn't let that define us. And yeah. when I see people let it define them, I'm like, no, like... <laughs> You can overcome it in various ways. It's like if you if they do give you a crush, like if you need it, take it. But always look to elevate. Never look to just, you know, again, let's say you gave me a car, for example. I like this analogy. You're not going to give me a car and I just stay parked. I want to drive. I want to go forward, you know? Yeah. I want to go tour the world. And I feel like a lot of people, they'll take the assistance and then they just stay parked. They don't want to go explore nothing else. They don't want to put that money away. And I and I commend you, man, for like giving me the opportunity to go speak about financial literacy. Oh, and yeah. also too, being an educator like you are, because I'm learning game. I know my audience is, and man, I know you're gonna just continue just to uh, uh, put it out, put it out. Put oh it yeah. Out. So I commend that, man. Absolutely. And you speaking of being a product, man. It's two things you can be, man. You could be a product of your environment or you could be a product of your opportunities. And we took, I'm gonna tell you again, man. I'm gonna tell you again. I'm gonna tell you again, man. You can either be a product of your environment or you can be a product of your opportunities. Being a product of your environment is letting your environment influence you. Being a product of your opportunity is seeing opportunity and taking advantage of the opportunity. And that's what we did. Man. Coming from where we're we from, we are products of our opportunities. We are no longer products of our environments. You know what I'm saying? Sure. We took the opportunities in front of us and we took advantage. You know what I'm saying? And then as that opportunity starts to run out, there'll be another opportunity. And we just hey. keep taking advantage of the opportunities that we're given. You know what I'm saying? And so the even piggyback off of that even more, when more opportunities present themselves, themselves then you're able to find your true passion. Again, Absolutely. with you, you go get opportunities and you're like, okay, I'm gonna take this baseball route. I'm gonna take going to South Carolina. You know, I'm gonna take account. I'm gonna get my master's, but you know what? 
I'm I'm do, I'm looking for more opportunities and I found real estate. Absolutely. Like, oh, your story is incredible, man. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely, oh, bro. I love this. I and love I took this. the opportunity of going to the mastermind that I met you at. And at that mastermind yeah. that I met you at is where I found my actual purpose. Dang. Come on, man. Come bro. on. I'm a living I'm a living testimony, man. It's only gonna get better from here. It's only going up. And like Cardi B say, up. when it's up, it's stuck. <laughs> when it's up, it's stuck. You know? Shout out Cardi. Shout out to Cardi. Out. You know? Um, well, listen, man. A lot of people, they'll hear our stories and then they feel like, I mean, you already said the challenges you overcame and stuff like that. And they're going to say, oh, well, those guys have more opportunity. In reality, I grew up in a single parent, low income household as well. So we don't necessarily have more opportunity for one. But for two, would you mind sharing what your biggest loss was, either again in your career, uh, being an accountant, or getting into the um, entrepreneurship space? The biggest loss, biggest loss or biggest lesson? I forgot the last part. Biggest yeah, because I don't take losses. I take lessons. I take lessons. That's what I'm talking about. Um, the biggest lesson that I that I got from all of this was um consistency is key and consistency will always win no matter what as long as you're consistent with it you're gonna always succeed it don't matter we're going back to instagram bro it don't matter if one person like it or if three thousand people like it as long as i stay consistent i grow i grow a name i grow a, a visual when people see a piece of mine they're going to think of me because I've become consistent with it, you know? Right. And, and go, ahead. go ahead. No, no, go I'm ahead. just saying just steadily being consistent with it. Whatever you want to do, just be consistent with it. Um, if you want to play a sport, the best people are consistent with it. Not a day goes by that I don't do something that has to do with real estate. You think there's a day that goes by that LeBron don't touch a basketball? I can't see it. No. No, I promise you. You think it's a day that goes by even if he don't touch a basketball, he ain't watching ESPN, he not looking at okay. tape, he not looking at something. When right, I was playing, right. when I was playing high school basketball, I, I just, you know, what I'm saying, just recently I realized the lesson. My basketball coach used to say, "Who raise your hand if if you watch ESPN today?" Me, yeah. I wasn't watching ESPN. I was chilling or um trying to be on the phone with with a girl or something you know i wasn't watching espn so he'll say who watched espn today whoever raised his hand he'll put to one side whoever didn't raise their hand he put them to the other side he'll say how are you a basketball player or an athlete and you don't watch the sports news mm. how are you not studying where you're trying to be every day so he said those that are watching it y'all gonna be better than these guys because now you're being a student you're engraving something into your brain every day you might think it's tv but that's knowledge you know what i'm saying they're gonna show highlights they're gonna show who's doing good who's doing bad they're gonna analyze players you know what i'm saying so every day goes by you want to stay consistent and stay focused on what you want to do period Period. If you're an athlete, right. if you're an entrepreneur, not a, a day shouldn't 
excuse me, a day shouldn't go by that you're not doing something with your business. It may be, it may be sitting down for an hour and planning out the rest of your week or your week. Right. You focus on your business. It may be posting something on Instagram that has to do with your business that's still <clears throat> focusing and doing something with your business. So consistency, Man. bro. Consistency, consistency, consistency. And I did not know what consistency was until I got into real estate. Yo, oh my God. Honestly, bro. So, as an athlete, I thought I knew what consistency was. As a college student, I thought I knew what consistency was. As an accountant, I thought I knew what consistency was. I didn't really, I didn't open my eyes to what consistency was until I became a real estate agent. Every day. Every day. So you got Mike Tyson in it. Huh? I said, so you got punched by Mike Tyson once you man. got into real estate and you wasn't consistent. <laughs> man. For real. For real, man. Yeah. We think we think, we think we consistent until we see what consistency looks like. Right. And also, too, um, just to piggyback off of it, even though people might not like it per se, like they might see a post every day, they might not like it. I don't know why they don't like it, right? But they they see you. That's the that's the ultimate thing. They see you every day. And then they might not like it for the first month. But then you on month two, they might start double tapping, or they're gonna be sending people your way, or yeah. they might just hit you up out the blue and say, "Hey man, I see what you're doing. Keep going, bro. It's dope." In my mind, I'm like, "Bro, why you didn't like my pictures?" But at the same time, as long as I'm being seen, or as long as I'm staying consistent, I know I'm being seen, and that gives me more confidence to keep going. Mm-hmm. I get more so, of those than I get likes. Or more people saying, "Hey, you doing your thing?" Yeah. <laughs> And I get people, the same people that don't like my post, they'll call me and ask me a question. They'll write me and ask me a question. But guess what? You ain't got to like the post, but you know you what I'm to. about. Exactly. Give me, a, give, me, give, give me a year, give me two years. That same post that I would have posted today, that I get five, six, seven likes, it's going to get 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 likes. Mm-hmm. It's going to get 500 comments at the bottom. I, I, I make videos. I make videos, right? Um, just giving out information. You know, y'all can check that out on my Instagram as well. Just giving out uh, real estate information, how to purchase a home, how to do certain things right. with real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always say, leave the comments below. No comments. But 150 people, 200 people watched it, but no comments. Mm. But once they see the success, they're gonna be. There's gonna be comments. People want to see yeah, the success. Sure. They want to see the success before they openly support you. Yeah, they're gonna be like, "Oh no, when he gonna stop posting?" <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You know, honestly. Time. But you're right, though, man. You're right. Honestly, I, I appreciate that nugget. Yeah, and then when you become successful, everybody gonna want to say that they supported you. Oh, I knew Tim when he first started posting. <laughs> oh, I knew Angel when he first came out with a piece of mind. Yeah, you did, but you ain't like it. You know. <laughs> You ain't you ain't like it. You ain't share it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But you don't you don't worry about that when you focus on the purpose. Mm. Yeah, it. man. It's like purpose over profits, really. You know, Ooh, like you purpose said, purpose over the, profits. Yeah, the money's gonna come, but you you gotta just make sure you're living in your true purpose. Exactly. Because until then, I feel like you'll just constantly just be unfulfilled. And that's why you feel that unfulfillment because you aren't living in your purpose. Exactly. Like, exactly. again, 
from the day we met, I don't know how long you've been. I don't know. It was November. November. I was. I just left my job a week prior to being at that mastermind, and like you said, I almost didn't go, but I had to show up for myself. It was like yeah. an opportunity I couldn't pass up. He right. dropped the ticket price. I'm like, nah, I'm going for sure. Yeah. And bro, honestly, man, it was one of the best decisions I feel I made in my life because I've been able to meet a, a close knit group. Like people don't know who we talking about now, but they're gonna see James on the podcast. They got. They're gonna see you now. You know. Thanks. Um I met uh, Josh. I met the CEO. Yeah, the CEO. So I met all of those guys. Oh, Damien, of course, too. But I met yeah. Damien in the um, conference in Atlanta. Right. But man, just to see everybody supporting everybody. Like I see James up under your post. I see you up under my post sometimes. I see Josh up under everybody's post. You know, so it's yeah. like we, we got that community yeah. in a sense. And it's only up from here. Exactly. Exactly, bro. And it's, it's all about getting around the the people that are like-minded that are trying to reach the same heights that you're trying to reach you know what i'm saying oh um, yeah man and you've been keeping up your consistency too bro and i like oh, it yeah. i love oh, it oh yeah oh yeah it's, it's just it's just gonna keep going bro it's just gonna keep flowing gonna keep going bro and then like i said i'm feeling the purpose you know there's gonna be more a piece of mind workshops uh we're gonna take it to different plants we're gonna take it to apartment complexes we're gonna start, you know, moving it a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? We had one uh, this past February um, that was, it was great. You know what I'm saying? We didn't need a hundred people there for it to be great. You know what I'm saying? Right. We had, we had about, uh, in total, we had about 30 people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that's good. That's good. Right. Cause those 30 people, we taught something. You know what I'm saying? It's not a, at least every week, if not every other day, they asking about Tim. You know what I'm saying? I'm Girl, walking home. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> you gonna bring Tim back? You gonna bring Tim there back? There you go. You know what I'm saying? When the next workshop? I got y'all. Let me plan it. You know what I'm saying? Let me let me make it shake. You know. So you don't if you if you count the numbers too early, you might you might uh, discourage yourself. But don't worry about who went there. Worry about who was there. Don't worry about who you didn't get to teach. Worry about the ones that you are teaching that want to learn. You know what I'm saying? That want to improve where they're in life. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's what I tell everybody, man. Don't worry about who wasn't there. Worry about who was there. Love it, man. I definitely love that side. Yeah, absolutely. Now, again, you dropped a lot of game, overcame a lot of adversity. So if someone in the audience wanted to reach out to you, man, what would be the best way for them to contact you? Man, if you just want to talk, if you just want some information, man, reach out to me. AP the Realtor on IG. My DMs are always open. Um, If you're ready to buy a house, hit me up on my cellular. It's on my page. AP oh, okay. I said, I'm telling it right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. Go on AP okay. the Realtor, and I have yeah. my business cards up up there. So okay. you might you might need to slide. Matter of fact, tomorrow I'm gonna post another business card. You know oh, yeah, so. And then yeah. when you release this, you're gonna let me know. And then the next day, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna repost my business card. You know, I try to do that like every other week. Just repost my business card. <clears throat> um, but under any of my posts, you'll see my you'll see my number. Okay. Because I leave it there. If you ready to buy a house, you ready to get started, just contact me. 
you know if you just want information you want some guidance you want some motivation just dm me you know what i'm saying um and i'm always open to talk to people help people i'm not a shy guy i'm not um you know i'm not stuck up you know i'm a people's person and i'm here to educate and i don't mind kicking game i don't mind just uh giving ways uh to stay motivated to stay consistent you know i'm for the people listen i love that thinking about that man i need to figure out a way to get like an affiliate link for y'all realtors because i think i'm have a lot of (laughs) y'all oh man look i love i love i love love linking with other realtors too man so look they can contact me too we can um they could join the a piece of my workshop too man look it's enough money it's enough uh opportunities for everybody we ain't gotta pull each other down we ain't gotta fight for nothing it's enough to go around you know for sure Uh, i got the last question for you man go ahead bro what advice would you give those people in the audience right now listening on how to win so that could be your favorite quote that could be just something that you have inside of you that you a message that you like to just get out that they can either take it in and build off of it or they can hear it and say you know what i'm gonna take this advice and i'm gonna execute okay um i'm gonna make it a story okay I'm gonna make it a story you um, like stories yeah so yesterday yeah it happened yesterday too um me and my wife i got a three-year-old son we uh walking around the neighborhood my son is on his bike now we usually tell him put on a helmet my little three-year-old he can be stubborn sometimes as any three-year-old can be he don't want to do it he don't want to have a helmet on he a big boy okay cool um you're a big boy mommy and daddy with you you're good so he start going down uh, a little hill going a little too fast starts starts trembling bike starts trembling long story short he flips over the bike flips on top of him he's hurt now his knee scraped up his uh he hit his head his shoulder scraped up you know so me and my wife we go run to him make sure he good pick him up soothe him care for him you know what i'm saying and then we start walking back home and i took the opportunity to let him know you you might be hurt right now but tomorrow you're gonna be stronger Mm. tomorrow you're gonna be tougher you know so if you want to win those days that life knocks you down because you're gonna have those days right right every day ain't 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 a good day every day the sun ain't ain't out there's gonna be days where it's gonna rain it's gonna be those bad days but when life knocks you down hard and you got to put a band-aid on you put that band-aid on and you keep it pushing because at the end of the day the next day you're going to be tougher the next day you're going to be stronger the more obstacles you uh get over the more humps you get over it's only going to make you your business and whatever you're doing stronger so when you take those big falls or even the little falls get back up and keep going knowing that you're just going to be stronger and you're just going to be tougher from the situation Hey man, we can't close it out any better than that. If y'all fall, get back up. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Absolutely. Take the advice of my man's right here. Absolutely. And y'all, take that, please, and run with it. Go Absolutely. get a win today. You know, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Man, I appreciate you for having me, bro.
Oh, no problem, man. Hey, we're gonna definitely have you back for a part two. Man, you just called me. You already know. <laughs> all right, all right. But hey, y'all, again, go get that win. We're gonna catch y'all later. Looking for something new to add to your closet, looking for another brand to support, or you just see like your spouse, partner, friend, someone out here walking around with the same old stuff and you just tired of seeing it and you want to get them a new piece of clothing, go visit my friends at talevaclothing.com. T-U-L-E-V-A-C-L-O-T-H-I-N-G.com and use the code DEVELOPWITHTIM and all the way up until July 1st, 2022, you can save 25% off your whole purchase. Alright y'all, back to the episode. You you have a gift, all you need is a goal. Footsteps waiting to happen, all you need is a road.